Now let's talk a bit more about IB. Uh, it's been said a million times that IB math and physics are one of the hardest, if not the hardest subjects that any IB student yeah. can take. And you took both of them. Also, it's been said that uh, a lot of times by a lot of IB students that uh, IB is hard. If you do IB, then your social life is going to die. If you do not study 15 hours a day for two continuous years, then you're going to fail. Um, IB global pass rate is around 80%, but I feel that the 20% that fail aren't exactly doing the IB in an efficient manner. Um, what do you think is the issue while doing the IB diploma for those students that fail? So, first of all, your your physics and maths type of thing, right? Um, for me, English was the hardest subject. And uh, that I think it's very subjective what's hard and what's easy for people. I got a D in my IGCSE English language, and uh, so that was a that was a huge challenge for me to overcome. And uh, I think, yeah, maths, physics can be challenging at times. But I had the sort of teacher who was kind of right for me and would be willing to explain things. So I think the key in these type of quantitative logical subjects is that you grasp the concept within the class and don't don't let it just drop. You know, like you don't understand and you're like, I don't care. Okay, let's go to let's go to lunch. Don't don't let it drop there. Ex- understand it and ask your teacher a couple of times. Ask him after school. And once that concept's clear, look, you don't need to start studying immediately for exams. You start studying in Feb or March. But as long as you have that concept in mind and you're kind of doing well in your practice exams and past papers, that concept will stay there and then, you know, you you'll be able to crack the exam. So that's the important part for those subjects. English was more like, for me, buying a lot of subscriptions for, um, they are like Great Saver and a lot of those websites. Um, I never read my novels. I'll, I'll be very honest, right? Ivy's done. They can't take my diploma away, but I never read my novels. Please read your novels. But English just never worked for me. So I had to sort of find a way to do well. And that's, that's, that's self-realization that this is not working for me. Let's change my way of studying. I got a D in IGCSE, let's find another way to ace this this time. So um, I think for students that don't do well in IB and end up failing, I know a couple of them um, myself and uh, either they have other options in life that the diploma doesn't matter, could be fashion, could be anything at all, could be family business that Academics are not the most important thing in life, and I can I can see why. I'm not gonna tell 16 year olds to stop focusing on IB. It's important, focus on it. But for some of them, it's not important. Otherwise, it's lack of dedication, distractions, too much social life, too much playing around, other distractions and priorities. Like you know, like everybody's sort of heard that saying where you you have you have a jar and you can either fill the jar with like quick small sand or you can fill it up with with rocks and you should first fill it up with rocks because after that this the sand can kind of settle in 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 the small places but if you fill it up with sand first there's no space for the rocks to go in because the sand sort of you know build up in the entire in the entire jar so those rocks are like your ib your family and you know your social life sleep sleep is a huge factor you fill those in first and then everything else like partying um chilling you know just like wasting time youtube i don't know tiktok nowadays um so all of that is like those grain of sands that come after so you have to do it because it's it's fun and you you deserve to have fun but um i think people don't prioritize and plan and that's why 
they don't do well. I think the, the, the biggest difference between those who do well and those who do not is some people have an idea of the next month or couple of weeks what they're going to do and other people don't. So that's also the difference between the 38 and the 44 to 45. It's, it's the planning part because everybody is intelligent to an extent. And after that, it's like, how do I plan for my exams and make sure that on those two weeks of exam days, I have the most knowledge. And after those exams are over, I can kind of forget the content. It's fine. So that, that, that planning is what people lack. And also I noticed sometimes people burn out too early in the first year. They work super hard in the first year. Their grades are fine. Moving into second year, when IA deadlines and things start to creep up, they go under so much stress that they kind of just give up. And there's always options to give up because it's always going to be that group in the classroom that doesn't give a damn. So um, there's always going to be that group and you can always join that group, right? And these people really don't care about the IB. They've already given up. So I've seen people, you know, dive into that group uh, without, without really realizing. And then from there, their performance starts to drop. So yeah, a um, lot of factors, man. A lot of factors. To be honest, it's not it's not easy to fail IB. It takes effort to fail IB. I, I would say that's what my teacher used to tell me that none of you will fail as long as you're just sensible enough to go through it. But failing IB really means you're going out of your way to do other things and really not caring about it at all. Or you shouldn't be in the program in the first place because your IGCSEs or something recommended that you should be doing another curriculum not ib or it's not suited for you right so um there are there are a lot of factors you have to kind of delve in to do well 